0: Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hello studio owners. I hope you're super amazing. Um happy Monday everyone. It's back here today with no Amanda, but I do have the male version of Amanda here. Nathan who is uh, our third will in Dance Principles United. He brings so much value to our members especially with all things systems and ops. How are you Nathan? I'm
1: amazing thank you Beck. I'm going to have to go and confer with Amanda as to whether that was a bit of a jab at her, the male version of Amanda. I'm not sure who that's offensive to but we'll confer and we'll get back to you if that's okay. I
0: hope I don't get in trouble for that one but um, look Nathan's bringing us a really awesome session today and he's talking about systems that you should have in your business that's going to be life-changing right
1: amazing so i'm just all about free um free simple tech tools that are going to make your life easier in your studio and i'm all about bringing tech into the studios as you know beck um i pay for a lot of big software um, solutions that we use, but we know that um, not everybody's at that level or not everybody can afford that. Um, and so here, I just want to talk today about six free tools um, that you need to make sure, not only, and I know people are probably using some of these already, but making sure that you're using them to their full potential to make your life easier. Um, and just making sure that, um, it's always a quote that I use before talking about any tech, is um, it's a Bill Gates quote that, a the technology applied to an efficient system magnifies that efficiency but if we apply technology to an inefficient system it magnifies that inefficiency so we're not about and i'm never about just throwing tech in for the sake of throwing it in we need to make sure that it's um, simple easy to use by all the team and that it's going to make our systems and our processes even better
0: i love that and i think what i love most nath is you know someone like me who could not be less tech savvy um, can really you make it easy for me to understand or easy for us people like me to understand. And you also pick things that we can definitely use easily. You know, I think it's really tricky for some of us to get our head around it, but you seem to find the simplest way.
1: And that's that's the key, right? Because it, like I said, we need to be able to use it in... In 2022, like I hear people say all the time, like, oh, I'm just not a tech person, like you were just sort of saying then. But the reality is in 2022, we cannot be small business owners without having some sort of handle on tech. It's in every everything that we do. So we need to, just like, you know, you can't, if a student walked into your class saying, oh, I'm just not a dancer. Like, well, that, that's what you come to learn, right? <laughs> that's why we bring students in. People don't turn up for their first dance class being amazing dancers. They just invest some time in learning how to to upskill themselves and it's important that we do the same with technology we can't just brush it to the side and pretend that it doesn't exist there
0: i love that i love that so what's your number one thing the number one thing that we should all have and be using
1: amazing so look the number one is i know things that we that um every studio uses um, effectively at the moment is their Facebook and Instagram and social media in general but it is I think sometimes we forget how incredible of a tool it is and that you know it's an incredible free tool um, that gives us access that we could have only dreamed about 20 years ago back when we were all starting our studios uh, when you and Amanda were starting the studios um, that making sure that we um I guess, like I said, Facebook and Instagram itself is the number one. And I'll jump straight into number two, which is making sure that we utilize what's now called the meta business suite to make sure that we're using Facebook and Instagram to their full potential um, from that free organic side. Um, We see too many people sort of trying to create too much work for themselves in like having to go on and post on Facebook and then going, opening the Instagram app, copying and pasting, doing all that sort of stuff. If you set up your Facebook meta sorry, meta business um, account and profile correctly, you can make sure that you can really quickly and easily cross post onto those different um, platforms. Um, And then you can also within there make sure that you, or that you can give access to certain staff members for certain parts of that, whether you're giving them access to just the Facebook page, just the Instagram account, both. Um, If they're involved in the marketing and advertising, you can give them access to just the ad account and things like that. Um, So it's really effective way. Like we see too many people, I see too many people sharing their passwords with staff members and things like that. Which I know, you know, we all love and trust our staff members, but it is important to make sure that we've got that separation and that we are keeping ourselves safe and secure there. So making sure that we use the Meta Business Suite. There's loads of um, free uh, YouTube videos and things like that. How that we how we can set it up properly. But super important to make sure that you're utilizing that incredible free resource.
0: Yeah, I love that. And it's also like an app on your phone, right? So I know I've got the app on my phone so that if people inbox me on Facebook or Instagram, it comes up with that notification. And I think like, just remember to get that app. And the other thing I want to say is if you are putting ads out there, make sure you're posting that stuff on your socials. So if you're putting a little bit of spend behind preschool, make sure that your staff or you or whoever does the posting are posting all things preschool. Make sure that you're actually thinking about that Client and what they'd be looking for when they opt into your school.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You need to make sure that um, your admin team that is dealing with the um, with your email inquiries and phone inquiries and things like that is also having access to your um, Facebook messages um, on the page and also your Instagram DMs because that's becoming more and more vital part of our our enrollment inquiries. I know for us, um, we get heaps of. Um, direct inquiry straight through um, Facebook Messenger. And and a few are starting to come across to Instagram DMs, not quite as much yet, but it's definitely starting to trend that way.
0: Yeah, totally. So that's our number one tip. What's your number two tip, Nath?
1: Not a problem. That was number one and two together. Oh, I sort of slid straight nice. into the meta business one. Um, but the next few are all based around the the Google platform. Um, I am a massive fan of um, all things Google. I even tried to go to the Google phones for a little while, but then, you know, they ended up being a bit shit. Um, but we're back to but everything within the business side of it. Um, especially the free tools that they offer are incredible Um, because like all of these big companies, right? They want us to stay on their platforms as much as possible. Facebook and Instagram want us to stay on their ecosystems as much as possible. When we're Googling, when we're on the Google ecosystem, they want us to stay on their platforms as much as possible. So they give us lots of incredible free tools to let us do that. So for our businesses, the number one um, Google free tool that we need to make sure we're using and using properly is the, it's called Google My Business. Um, I know a lot of people probably use it Um, already but making sure it is just starting to transition over to like another even easier to use platform at the moment but if you still google google my business and don't break the internet i hope with that um, you then can start making sure that your entire profile is correct the amount of businesses i see that have an incorrect phone number on there like my local cafe, I've told them like four times. (laughs) I like, I Google and then I click on the phone number to like order my coffee and it goes nowhere. This number is disconnected. Like it looks really bad and you're losing potential leads. So making sure that your phone number, your email address, um, your website is all, um, address is all correct on there. Um, and then you can even dive down into like making sure that you've got, um, photos up there. Um, we did like things like a, a Google 360 tour, which gets us loads and loads more views on there as well. But just, yeah, making sure that you, like I said, they Google wants us to stay on that profile in that ecosystem as much as possible. So they reward you um, in and push you higher up the search rankings when people search dance classes in Penrith. If you have that Google My Business profile as up to date and maintained as possible, they are going to reward you for that and rank you higher than other people in your area, which is what we want.
0: Right. Well, that's definitely something for me to do because I know when I heard you talk about this a while ago now, I got on there and did it and I haven't done it for quite a long time. So I definitely need to update that. That's a great tip. Absolutely. What, what are, what's your next Google thing?
1: The next Google thing is Google Analytics. Um, so it is, again, another free tool um, that helps us analyze everything about our website. Um, we know that we invest a lot of time, effort, energy and money into our websites um, and that they are a great source of leads for our business. Um, but we don't really know like a lot of the time we just put it up there and sit and forget, right? Um, we don't update it that much. We don't look at what's happening. We've got no idea and no way of knowing a lot of the time whether things are working. Like is the current structure What we want to happen is um every page necessary on there things like that and that's what google analytics does it allows you to see like incredible data um and it's one of those things again sometimes you can get a bit lost but there's great like youtube videos on google analytics for beginners that just helps you set up the very basics for what you need and you can see how many page visitors you have every week month day whatever you want You can see what pages they're entering on. You can see where they're coming from. Are they coming from just Google searches? Are they coming from paid Google ads? Are they coming from Facebook clicks? Are they coming from Facebook ads? You can see exactly how people are getting to your website. And like I said, which pages are working and then potentially which pages aren't.
0: Yeah, and what I love about this is then you can decide where to put your money. So if you know that you're getting a lot of people in through Facebook, put your money into Facebook. If more people are coming in through your website, put more money into your website. So it's just good to know where to spend that money then as well, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. It just it gives you the the data to make good decisions. Like I was, I think I was, I'm not sure if I was saying to you um, the other day that I had this little thought like is our current website set up the most efficient like do people really want to go dry- diving around websites and investigating or do we just need like more of a landing page set up for our studio um, but I jumped onto Google Analytics and saw that so many people like because you can see how long people spend on there you can see how many people went to three or more pages how many and loads of people I found out were I was just unexpected were going clicking and driving around looking at more than three pages and spending a good bit of time on the website. So as soon as I could see that, I'm like, oh well, let's just keep it how it is and make sure that we're we're updating it regularly.
0: I love that it's it's just smart decision making. And what's what's Google number three?
1: Google number three is Google Drive. So I know um, that yeah. Again, we pay for the the upgraded version of. Um, Google Drive, the G Suite, or whatever it is, um, but pardon me. the the power of having our documents, uh, our spreadsheets, our um, what used to be Word docs and things like that, um, in an online editable format for our whole team to be able to see. And you can do this easily from the free version as well. Um, is is just so so powerful. I was talking to to somebody a little while ago, a studio owner, and they were still doing the old school, you know. The Excel spreadsheet that was saved on their computer, and they'd type and make changes and save that v1.0, and then they'd email it across to their admin person who'd do their changes in v1.1, and and just back and forth, and just incredibly look inefficient if we're honest. But now with with even the free version of Google Drive, you can your whole team can be editing a spreadsheet on the fly as you go. You can see you can go back through the history of changes. So you don't need to worry about oh, what happens if somebody overrides something and changes it? All the changes you can go back and, and see. Like if you're like, hang on, this was right two days ago, what the hell's someone done basically? You can go back through and just revert back to two days ago, one mm-hmm. click of a button. And it's just so, so valuable. Like I said, that that ability to collaboratively work as your team um is an absolute game changer.
0: Yeah, I'm so all about it. Um, we use it a lot in our studio and we even send it out sometimes to our parents. So we might be like, okay, who's going to be a part of our show next week. Add your name to the um, to the Google Sheets, please. And so they actually add their own name on there rather than everyone emailing back and my staff having to do that. Just the parents can do it. So, you know, things like that is such a game changer and such, such a time saver.
1: Oh, absolutely. And things like, you know, we've got our open week coming up last week, last year, sorry, we had over 230 people sign up. Um, And from the form that we use on our website, that automatically feeds into a Google sheet that automatically updates that every single member of the team can see. Um, It's just like, and we're only obviously just scratching the surface here of all the uses it can have, but make sure that you jump on. And if you're not already on Google Drive, it's a must have free tool for your studio.
0: I love it. Well, I think that's five and you said there was six. six. So what is the last one?
1: One that I know, oh, pardon me. I know that we convinced you on a little while ago, back. Just excuse me for a sec.
0: Yep. And I know what Nate's going to say. Let I'm me back. guess. Slack.
1: Slack. Absolutely. Yep. And Slack is just, look, the, the purpose of Slack that they sort of say on their website and things like that is to eliminate emails. And- I know it's a. It's basically like an. Old, if you're thinking old school, it's like it's an IM, an instant messenger basically between your team, but it's really powerful. It allows you to organize all of those conversations that used to happen over email and used to come in with like 14,000 emails just back and forth between you and the teachers or your admin team and things like that and just allows you to basically blow that up and everything. Now, I can't remember the last time I sent Amanda or Cara, our studio manager, an email because it just doesn't yeah. happen anymore.
0: So my problem wasn't email. My problem was I had a closed Facebook group for staff. And I know that a lot of people have this. And the problem with the closed Facebook group for staff is things get lost. Yes. And you... And that doesn't happen on Slack because what happens with Slack is you can have different channels. So for example, one of my channels that's getting used a lot at the moment because we're ordering all our costumes is costumes. So my staff go into that channel and they put in the costume stuff. And so we can talk about all things costumes. And now that I'm ordering costumes, I can go back in there and go, what costume did they want for Tens Jazz? Oh, that's the costume. Rather than scrolling through the masses of Facebook that I used to do. So that's probably the biggest game changer for me, Nate. with it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And that was what we found as well. Like you said, having to scroll back up, you know, three days of conversations to where that was took you ridiculous amounts of time. Everything's easy. It's organized. And what I really love about it as well is that it's it's a, a tool that so many people um, private companies use. And if, you know, I know for our staff, um, we love, you know, obviously we'd love all of our staff to stay forever, but we know that some of our incredible staff are here um, while they're at uni and before they move on to um, other jobs outside of the dance industry and things like that. And that we know that by providing sort of the training and the use of these tools, like Slack, like Google Drive, that when they're going for jobs in other industries, that it's really giving them a massive leg up because they've been so involved in a small business that potential employers in the future are like, oh, you already know how to use Slack? Mm -hmm. And it puts them to the top of the pile and helps them in their future career as well.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I I think that staff communication is key to a really good business. You know, I'm all about it. And this is a great way to communicate with your staff, especially if you're a teacher that's in teaching a lot and maybe you don't see your staff as much. Communicating with them on this platform is perfect.
1: Yeah. And we found as well, like you said, like if it was on there on Facebook Messenger and Facebook groups, it was that crossover between work and play. And we could understand that teachers weren't getting back. Like if you'd put like, yeah, you'd think about it on a Friday night at eight o'clock, you're like, oh shit, I'll just put that in the in the um, Facebook uh, teachers Facebook group. But you can understand if they're out with friends on a Friday night, they put that in the I'll get back to you later and forget. Like <laughs> yeah, by the time they get in on Tuesday, they forget. So we know, we tell our staff are expected to log on to Slack when they walk in um, first thing in the day and just scroll back through, see anything that they needed and it's really improved all of our communication.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for today, Nath. You have been incredible and that is so much value for all of our listeners. I'm sure that you guys, um, at least one of those things, you're like, yep, I need to update that or I definitely need to get that or look into it. So, Absolutely. Thank- Thanks guys. And we hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Thanks
1: guys. Bye.